Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warped, a completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentary of Star Trek episodes. Here are your hosts, Sean. Get me to my regular doctor. They're familiar with my weird, you know, things. Matt. It's completely bonkers, and, and yeah. I didn't understand what was happening, <laughs> yeah. like, 80% of the time, but I loved it. Jake. His abs unfurled. Philippe. I don't have honor! <laughs> What's the point? I want to live and sing and dance! Erin. Uh-oh, this show is so good, we're just, like, watching it. Min Win. Would you fuck, marry, or kill me? <laughs> all of that. I would do all <laughs> three. <laughs> all three in that order. Dear Diary, I kissed an android today, and he told me he felt nothing. Make it so. It's a small but mighty crew yep, yep. this week. Jake, we miss you. All right, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we miss you, Jake. Yeah. We miss you, Jake. We miss you, Jake. I don't know. Sean was able to May, do the mechanical. And we miss you, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess we found out your job was a lot easier yep, than people we're thought. We're going to replace Sean with AI. Soon, That's right. So. It's, just it's just a matter of time. Chatbot. Oh, it couldn't come fast enough. For Sean, Wait, you should replace, so replace all of us, please. <laughs> uh, what are we doing today, Matt? We are watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. It is season five. It is episode fourteen. It is called Conundrum. Ah, oh, it's a good one. It's a conundrum, you guys. It is. It's a puzzle episode. It is a real Star Trekky puzzle episode. I love one. it so much. My favorite kind of episode. It is. Yeah, you're. That's your brand. Yeah, you're brand. in the. Like you're it. in the. The high concept sci-fi yeah. episodes. Yeah. This is another one that makes no sense if you think too hard about it. Yeah, but we'll but talk about cool. that later. There's 45 minutes and 32 seconds on the clock, and I am punching the square. No, the X. It's the X. Three, two, one. Punch the triangle. <laughs> he means on the controller. It's yeah. complicated. It's a conundrum. Yeah. Wait, what happened? I rewinded. There we go. Oh, all, all right. right. It's already. Captain's log. Yeah. It's one of the, I mean, I don't remember too much about it, but from the snippet, I, I do recall. It is... It is a classic sci-fi mindfuck Star Trek episode where they're just, what happened? Something happened to us. What happened to us? Yeah. yeah. That's the entire episode. It's which like, they, we all have lizard and, tails. And those oh. are great when they do those. Yeah. Like, so, are we all living in the wrong universe? You know, yeah, they do right, one of those. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This one's like that. Deanna is surprisingly good at 3D she chess. She is. She beats Data. She does. You would think Data would be pretty good. Yeah. He so would. In the modern... I also don't think that chess... I don't think that chess works the way that Deanna describes it. Yeah. Because Deanna's like, intuition is sometimes more important than math. Mm. But I don't really think that's true about chess, no. is it? It's... Chess is really math. Yeah. It's a mathematical solvable <laughs> problem. <laughs> 
enough computers. I can barely play chess. <laughs> I mean, the best computers now can beat the best humans now. So it's it's a sad commentary on Data's ability to play chess. Sure, it's clearly right. not a priority. What I love about this little scene is I like Deanna and Data as a duo. And I also like that the bet that they have with each other is that if she beats him, he has to make her his her favorite cocktail. Right. Yeah. So she he's going to go behind the bar to make the yeah. cocktail. That's a good bet. Mm-hmm. Which is apparently a very difficult cocktail to make. Only well, data, it looks like only it data would be makes difficult. Because it, right. it does something very weird. In its, uh, so meanwhile, what we're getting is just sort of a day in the life, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, Here's what's going on the ship today. Yeah. Doctors. So that when shit starts to go weird, like you notice it. So this is just like. Well, it's also. Beverly's having a day. Setting up everybody. (laughs) Like, where is everybody on the ship right Right. now? Physically, where is everyone? Setting up the. Because everyone. Because where everyone is is important. Yeah. These two are bitching at each each other. They're bitching and moaning. And this episode is proof of the thin line between love and hate. Yeah. Because they hate each other because of their baggage. Mm. But that kind but, of but once the baggage toward. is gone, they immediately fuck. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, that was a real spoiler. <laughs> sorry. That was a real spoiler. I was waiting for that to happen to hear her reaction to <laughs> I'm it. Sorry, I'm, oh, sorry, well, I'm sorry. That's all right. Is that why he sings row, row, row your boat at the end? <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I'm an iconoclast and I do what I want, but I get results. And he's like, I'm from Starfleet and we do things by the book. Like they're the classic. They've got this classic. Well, know, his whole thing, thing is like, look, if you just asked me, I might have said yes. Right. But you didn't give me the chance to. You right. just went ahead and did it on your own because you think you can do whatever that the fuck you want. That ship kind of looks like the Millennium Falcon. Now you're all just waiting to see it. I know. Yeah. I thought it would be back sooner. Well, you're going you're gonna to make a Millennium Falcon and only put it in one side. Come on, people. I really brought the room no, to the that hall. That, 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 that was some kind you of... Wait for were, it. You both were like Pavlov's dog. I said Millennium Falcon uh, to uh, you. Uh, and you uh, both uh, just uh, went... Uh, uh, that's uh, a uh, like uh, nerd uh, test that we all just yeah. failed. Like, uh, just and, I, and then I'm like, what, what's the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> you, both went, you both just fell asleep. Oh, here it is. Here's waiting the, to uh, see the Millennium Falcon. I was ready to, I'm ready to tell you why you're wrong immediately. <laughs> That's my nerd industry. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. uh, well, show me your, this ship yeah. and that's tell your, me. That's like, your sub nerd. Yeah. The always prove somebody wrong version. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, you think that looks like the Millennium Falcon? Let me tell you why Let you're wrong. Let me show you how all the many ways. I have 17 <laughs> reasons why you're wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So they've been. So they've been. Beating. They're getting zapped with a thing, you guys. So been I love the, thing. the. It immediately goes into a handheld camera, so that yeah. you're you get no, the idea that like yeah. they're disoriented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all NYPD blue up in here. Yeah, it is because Star Trek's always like such locked yeah. down. You know, like, yeah. all of this handheld stuff is great and very un yeah. Star Trek. This needs some quick cuts. Mm-hmm. So what do you think's going on? Does time travel involved? No. Uh, 
They've, they have amnesia. They've all been there, and they have no idea who they are or why they're there or who they are. Or why their butt feels funny. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but not Why funny, is my ha-ha. kidney missing? Mm-hmm. Why am I in a ice-cold bathtub? And who the fuck is this guy? Is <laughs> Where did that guy come from? Yeah. Why is he in charge? I love that camera shot. I have to say, I love that camera shot. Once you know what's going on, I love that because that is such a great, like, huh? What? Like, and with no dialogue at all, he's just there. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's just, what? And it's it's great. It's great storytelling. It's great visual storytelling because there's no lines. It's just the camera just pivots and he's standing right there. Yeah. So we are watching Star Trek The Next Generation Season 5, Episode 14, Conundrum. Original air date, February 15th, 1992. When an approaching alien ship wipes their memory, the crew struggles to put back together what happened. <coughs> Spoiler alert. Can I say one quick thing before you say sure. what the IMDb is? I wish that they had changed the opening credits to this episode to have it say, and... Joe Blow as <laughs> Commander Kieran McDuff, you know, right there, like right, before right, Frank. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that would be like a great little meta yep. joke for the episode. Okay, now go to Aaron. What do you think the IMDb rating of this episode mm, is, Aaron? Sounds like it's a beloved episode. Uh, I beloved it, but I don't know. I'll but, say an 8-3. Tony Morrison beloved it. I was going to say 8-3. Damn it. Um, I'll say eight, five. I'm going to go high. I, it worked out well for me last time. I'm going to say eight, two. Eight, two. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) That's an amazing magic trick. Because even if I had cheated and looked it up beforehand, which I swear I didn't, how would I have known what she was going to guess? (laughs) I'm fucking David Copperfield over here. Yeah. (laughs) So one of the fun things that this episode has in it. Oh, well, these are the best two. Uh, Who else was on this show? Don't eat them. Yep. The four of us can do this. (laughs) So (laughs) at some point in time. All I have to do (laughs) is guess one below you every time. (laughs) We got this. So this episode won an Emmy. Oh, for achievement nice. in fe- special effects. Really? Yep. <coughs> from that hand camera. I guess trick? for the the yeah, the green beam. I don't no, know. it's probably when they shoot him at the end. Yeah, they blow him up. Um, and the other thing that's interesting is at one point in time they're showing they find the crew logs. Yes. And it shows their birth dates. Oh, okay. So Jean-Luc Picard's birth date is July 13th, 2305. Uh-huh. Oh, so this is one of those like core episodes that the nerds who build the timeline yep, yep, use yep, yep, yep. as a way to as a as a te- as a touchstone for everything that comes before and after. I like that we act like we're above it. Yeah. I'm above that, but I but I like that it exists because yeah. I like being able to look up the right, answer. Right. I just don't have the dedication to yeah. do the work. So yeah. Data activated February 2nd, 2338. Yeah. Jordy LaForge, February 16th, 2336. Yeah. 
Deanna Troy, March 9th, 2336. Beverly Crusher, October 13th, 2334. Which means she is 29 years younger than John Luke. <laughs> really? Yep. That's And Ro Laren, January 17th, 2340. Right, she's the young one. Uh, and then it says that Riker was born in 2335 and Worf in 2340. So Worf is the youngest of the of all of the guess. The, huh. the the crew. That's interesting. They grow fast on yeah. mm-hmm. Colin R. So this episode takes place in Colin R. is Colin guard. It's yeah. the uh so you don't have no, to get Kronos. your Kronos. <laughs> uh this episode takes place in twenty three sixty eight. Which means hey, that John Luke Picard. I just have to say this. I just have to say this. I know what colon R is. <laughs> it's not what I said it was. I just don't want to get any That's emails. Our, not like anyone listens. Please send us emails. We'd love you to hear your emails. I'd love to get an email. John Luke Picard is 62 years old in this episode. Mm. Yeah, and he's younger than that in real life by quite a bit. Yeah, yeah he's only in his forties, right? Well, I think he was forty-five or something when he when well, he, we they so started. Maybe he's close to fifty now. Yeah, I think I that might be wrong, but it's not wrong by much. Everyone else is somewhere in their early thirties or their late twenties. He always looked older. So Worf is only 28 at this point in time on the show. Huh. Are you doing this math in your head or are you reading something? Well, I'm looking at the dates of I'm looking at the one date of what this episode is. How good are you at subtraction? And I'm doing this. I'm pretty good. All right. right. He's great. He's very good. Um, Everyone agreed. Sean's very good at subtraction. I'm I'm very good 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 at math. It annoys the hell out of my children. He's good at, like, basic numeracy, I would say. Um, I, I'm not sure why they put this poor lady in a in a <laughs> swimsuit the entire... Is she like a dancer? No, no, it's a swimsuit. She's been swimming. She's been so, cliff you want diving. A quick, you want a quick... Uh, quick catch me up. Catch me up. So, during the day in the life that started this episode... Uh, that lady in the bathing suit was on the holodeck and she jumped off the cliff or something to go diving and broke her arm. And Beverly said what she always says, which is stop doing dumb things on the holodeck. <laughs> like, just because it's a holodeck doesn't mean you can't get hurt. Uh, so then they get hit with this beam. They found a ship. The ship hit them with a beam. None of them can remember who they are, uh, including Data, although we haven't seen that yet. But uh, yeah. normally in these kinds of episodes, Data's like the only one it doesn't affect. Like the one where they all fell asleep for half an hour and then right, it turned right. out Data was lying. Um, but he's affected too. And meanwhile... They don't even know who's in charge. Right. And Worf, it's really funny what Worf does, because 
they're like, well, I have three of these things on my neck, and you have four of these things on your neck. You're probably the captain. And then Worf goes, hey, look at my fucking sash. I am wearing a giant (laughs) sash. I am clearly the captain. Clearly in charge. And everyone goes, yeah, all right. (laughs) I guess that's true. And so now Worf's in charge. Yeah, Yeah, finally. (laughs) That sash finally pays off. But the other thing about them all losing their memories is that they have not lost their skills. Right. It's part of the plot that they all still know how to run the how ship. How to run the ship. Yeah. yeah. They just can't remember anything. So this is great. Worf sitting in Picard's <laughs> chair. Sitting at the all. It, and it who's is. that guy? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This is that guy. So there's like this is the classic of like. Hmm. I wonder who's the person that did all of this. Yeah. Is it the guy that suddenly it, out of nowhere is on the ship? But it could also be you don't know that because it also could be an alternate universe or a timeline thing. Yes, but at some point like, in time they say, well, we'll get to it. But at some point in time they say something that is like makes it very clear that of course this is the guy who did it all. <laughs> well, sure, but I, of course the first thing that everyone says is who's that guy? Yeah. yeah. But it could be any number of explanations. I have to admit, I mean, maybe it was because I was high, it was late, but I was watching this. It took me about halfway through the episode to go, wait, who the fuck is this guy? Where did he come I from? I don't think I realized it. It sort of blended him in so well yeah. that oh. I didn't even think about it. Okay, well, I will tell you that as a as a almost 18-year-old in February of 1992... I immediately said, who the fuck is that guy? (laughs) The second he appeared on screen. It helped if you weren't high and drunk to notice the very Rikery looking guy that they've hired to play the wrong Riker in this episode. What do we know about this guy? Uh, He's... His name's Ron Riker. Ron Riker. Oh, we need to talk about Don Swayze. Eric by the way. Anderson. Don't let me forget. Is his name, and he's had quite a lengthy career. Still acts. He was just in something last year. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I could remember where he was from. I know he's in an episode of Quantum Leap. This is so the only thing I can of. ever remember seeing him in. But a terrific performance, actually. I, I really think he's very good in this episode because he's very believable as that guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who's that? <laughs> I love that guy. I love the like security guy, the security twink that Riker goes to check on. Yeah, he's just like, all right, stay in your office. So what they've done, Aaron and Philippe, is. They've managed to uh, open up the radio and tell everybody, stay in your room. Uh, We're all confused. We're going to come around and check on you. So now they're checking on each uh, on the rest of the crew. But they're like super flirty. Like if you remember how they were at the beginning of the episode where they were fucking screaming at each other. Yeah. 
Now they're hot uh, for each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's all about the fact that once you strip away the your baggage, yeah, it just gets down to who wants to fuck who. This is, is my favorite part: do. is that because Beta was standing behind the bar at the time it all happened, they just assume he's the bartender. I like, <laughs> I like, I like it when she says the bartender is an artificial life form, and Data's just bonked. Like, <laughs> like, Hello. Hello. <laughs> That would be a good use for Data. He'd be an amazing sh- bartender. He made that special drink. That- <laughs> but his yeah. drinks would be technically perfect, you know? but they would lack mm, flair. Mm. Yeah. It would be a It little- would have no whoopee juice in it. It would have no whoop. Yeah. No whoop. And she's realizing that she's got this special power. Right. Because she, she not only do I have superpowers... Uh, my superpowers are telling me you and I have boned in the past. <laughs> yep. So this is kind of a sexy episode, really. It is. Think about it. Yeah, their little three-way. There's a lot of sexual dynamics going on. So if the other guy's supposed to be kind of like the number one, or they just assume he is, and yeah, well, they're about to get the the. The record. The records, and everyone's going to find out who they are. And See, they literally were like, can we find somebody who looks like season one? Riker. Uh, Riker. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the beard. And they're like, well, that's just what first officers look like right. in the future. So here they're going to show. So here's how they find out who they are. Yeah, and everybody knows. And meanwhile, Worf's all like, like oh, I'm, not the, captain, I'm not the captain, motherfucker. Oh, my God. But the guy's said, name He's... is Karen McDuff, <laughs> which is basically Irish Mc... Irishman. Yeah. Karen McDuff. <laughs> I wonder what the real actor's name is. Sean, did you say what it was? Uh, Eric, Eric Anderson. Oh, Eric Anderson. I wish they had put him into the credits. That would have been a funny joke. Just bumped him in there, yeah. yeah. So now everyone's finding out who Can they are. Who's in charge. Yeah. And he, so this guy, they everyone think, is the second that he's got Riker's job. Yeah, they all think that he's Riker and that Riker is the next one down, yeah. like the third person in charge. What I like about this episode, I like a lot of things about this episode. One of the things I like about this episode is that they all kind of immediately fall into their usual positions, right? They're all, there's something innately about who they are that they can't help themselves but do. Right. So Picard just kind of instinctively takes over. I mean, he lets Worf do it for a little bit, but, you know. They all are immediately like, oh, I'm an engineer. That makes sense. I like engines and stuff. So there's this sort of ingrained personality part of it that I like. It erases their memories, but not who they are. Mm -hmm. Do you think that would happen if you guys erased your memory? Do you think you would go on pretty much how you'd gone on before? You think I don't how you, I don't know how you would know because without your memory, how do you know who you are? That's the problem with the the conceit of this episode is that like 
they've stripped away their identities, but they still have all of their same personality traits. Right. Riker still acts like Riker. You know, he's not. He's not not Rikering right. in this yeah. episode. If anything, he's Rikering more. more than yeah, usual. Riker off the off the chain. He's Riker unleashed. <laughs> His Riker unfurled. Yeah. So they've been told. So they when they looked in their computer charts, it said that they were at war with these people. And uh, they're like, well, we should contact, and that we have this mission to go destroy this base. And they're like, and Troy is like, this doesn't seem right. We need to get confirmation. We don't know that this is truly what's going on. And the guy that's the XO is like, no, 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 we got to go. Uh, it's really yeah, important. It's really important. We, we don't uh, question orders. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, I got you. This is a... It's kind of a nature versus nurture argument because they are all still who they are. It's crazy. Like, they all have their... Worf's the one who's like, we should blow those fuckers yeah. out of here. Yeah. So this makes a kind of nature argument <laughs> that, yeah. like, even without your experiences and your memories... You'd still be who you you're are. You're still the same person. Worf's exactly Worf-like <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. He makes all wharfy decisions. And then, oh, she's inviting him in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty yeah, nice. Quarters. Pretty nice quarters yeah. for the counselor. Yep. Hey, bridge crew got it good. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You see them it's lower the, decks, they just have they little have slots in the wall. Yeah, she doesn't recognize any of it. Yeah. I think... I think that's bad writing. I think she should feel a connection to it, right? That's a very Deanna thing. But she feels to, connections to people, not necessarily but the But she things. can be like, I don't know what this is, but I know that I know what it, it is, you know? Would she feel that coming off of it? Like, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's better that she only gets the vibe off of people. Off of organisms. Not of things. Yeah. That's actually probably better. I retract. I retract. Oh, retract yeah, it. baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look what I do, the Superman curl. Yeah. That makes you look even more like Superman. Oh, rubbing that beard. I'd love to rub that beard. That is a lush beard. I wish I could grow a beard like that. I'd be the handsomest man in the world. Everybody, <laughs> everybody needs to calm down. Yeah. What? <laughs> we need to calm up. You haven't said a word in 30 minutes. <laughs> like, wake up. Keep talking about Riker's beard. What's wrong with Riker's beard? You're not Look a how Riker. nice they are to each other. Yeah. They're such sweeties. Yeah. Deanna is perplexed. Mm -hmm. And then look who's in Riker's corner. Yeah, baby. Oh, Riker's got, like, what's oh, this look, round I, oval they, shape? There it thing? is. There's the Hargon. There's a Jamarharon. No, that's the Hargon. That's oh, what you want, Jamarharon. <laughs> it's a har. It's what? Hargon. 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 Yeah. Hargon. Yeah. Hargon. Uh, what what about Riker's that? beard? Look oh. at that. There beard. you go. Yeah. 
I like her uh, like her red tights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, um, I live here now. I figure I spend all my time here. This is what it feels like. Yeah. I'll bet beforehand we boned all the time. Yeah. No, she literally is like, um, we're clearly a thing, so I'm just going to move on up from deck 27 <laughs> to deck 2. <laughs> Moving on up. Bye. Moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's like, are we going to regret So it's not just that they have sex once. They literally are like in a relationship with each other. Yeah, it doesn't count. Alternate dimension. Everybody knows that. She just decides. She's like, I think we were married before, so I'm going to treat you like we're married now. Right. Yeah. Uh, The crew manifest said no such thing. So does it get awkward after they snap out of it? It does for him, yes. yes. She's cool. She's but in a, a very fun way. Yeah. See, this motherfucker sitting in Riker's chair just ain't right. Mm-hmm. It's I like it. I like it when something ain't right, and they got to <laughs> figure out what's right. Yeah. That's a classic Star Trek. I did like, I, I just love the the them trying to... With with like you say, without the baggage of of memory, the people that that you get down to right, just the purest of the people, right? This is exactly how they are, yeah. and the shit that they do when that's the case, like Riker just becomes the horniest man in the world. Yeah, <laughs> Worf just assumes he's in charge. <laughs> yeah. So, I I can either tell you what's happening, or I can give you possum news. Possum news. Possum news. How do we vote? Possum news. The news of the possums, please. Um, Aaron. Yeah. Would you like possum news? Uh, I think what's happening and possum news is the same thing. Let's find out. Okay. <laughs> Was that a vote for Possum yes. News yeah. or Star Trek? Possum News. That's what that was. Possum News. Um, okay. What's going on with the possums? You know, weirdly, a lot this week. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of surprising. I'm saying we can just give them Possum News and that's their life now because they're a blank slate up there and they yeah. don't know what's going on. Yep. Uh, headline... The Gadsden Times, Gadsden, Alabama. Sure. Weather keeps Sand Mountain Sam, the possum, from seeing shadow, but event is all about fun. Uh, this one's a couple of weeks old. This is a they have a punk this is a town possum. This is a town in Gansdy, Alabama, that uh, has Sand Mountain Sam, the possum. Rather than Puxatani, Puxatani oh. Phil in Philadelphia. This is, the, this is the Pepsi to the Coke in terms of this is the Pepsi animals to the Coke. predicting weather patterns. Okay, that is correct. And you know, it was cloudy and rainy that day, so they Sandweather Sandweather Sam did not see the sun, but 
there was a possum queen, Sardis High School student Morgan Howington. Congrats. And her court. <laughs> mm-hmm. Entertainment. How would you like to be the possum queen? Bluegrass. Um, I would love to be the possum queen. All it's all I've ever wanted in my entire life. Now that I know they exist, I'm going to make it my life's quest. (laughs) Bluegrass picking, harmonica and spoons playing, (laughs) clogging. Wow. And harmonizing. Is this a yearly thing? Do we need And the Beverly Hillbillies themed display complete with Jed and Granny. Oh my god. God. I read that off a website. I swear to God, I did not make that up. That <laughs> is the to, actual. We need to go to this next year. Sand Mountain Sam. Yeah. Where is so, this Gadsden, Alabama? Gadsden, Alabama. Well, so, you won't be able to tell them you're gay, but we'll be. Other than that, right. we'll be fine. Everything else will be fine. We're white enough. We'll blend Felipe right can in. blend in as yeah. Puerto Rican. Maybe I will bring my possum costume. They're like the fun alt South version of Groundhog Day. I like Possum I Day. Possum Day in Gadsden, Alabama. What day is this? Is it on? It was February second. Oh, it they was do it on Groundhog the same day. day. Nice. Someday, day. someday we'll call it Possum Day. Yeah, possum if, day. If only if those folks. Let's get start their, that right now, right here. If those folks we'll start get their the campaign wish. to get it called Possum Day. <laughs> We're gonna do groundswell, baby. In Dallas, Texas, a rare Emerson Estates family home on Possum Kingdom Drive is for sale for only one point zero nine nine. Dollars. Now, you all live in Los Angeles and know what $1.1 million can buy you. What do you think it is in Dallas, the suburbs of Dallas? Like how many square feet? Yeah. 20,000. It's Oh, no, it's not that big. But it's 12,000. It's four bedrooms and four bathrooms. 5,000. And it's... Looks like real nice looking, Big and it's only one point one. Yeah, and I'm like, there are houses on my street that are one point one, and they're not, right, right. they're not that nice <laughs> of a house. Two bedroom, <laughs> one bath. So life's good if you're in. Yeah, but you have to live in fucking Texas. Yeah, you have to live on Possum Kingdom Drive I mean, specifically. That That's a great, great name. I would like to live on Possum. I'd be the Possum Queen that lives on Possum Kingdom Drive. <laughs> yeah. No, I would be that. Oh my god, you guys would be fighting nope, for it. He's figured it out. I play the trombone. He's like, Look at this, bitch. I can play the trombone. Uh, Ever heard of Miles Davis? <laughs> neither have I. Yeah. <laughs> I have no memory, yeah. and neither do you. <laughs> So I like to go to this place I called... I don't even know what this is, but I, I know he, how to play he it. He says I'm from somewhere called Alaska, and I go to a place called Ryza all the time. Yeah. <laughs> this thing this thing is some kind of sex toy. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know why he's my, like... Rufus T. Buford, like, <laughs> Southern voice all of a sudden. Uh, so he's got a book that has been given to him by her. Uh, listen here, little lady. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say. I say, I say. This book has your name in it. <laughs> 
You sure do like to touch my hair. Yeah. Oh, they're going to kiss me. Oh, Ooh, no. Here comes, here comes the missus. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, See, she thinks down. she thinks they're a thing. Yeah, I don't know. She totally is like, we must have been a thing. Yeah. As much as I'm into you, there's no way we wouldn't be. Oh, a little. Yeah, and I do like that they kind of avoid making it that, right? It never becomes... Troy versus Roe over no, right no. fighting over Riker. It's not a cat fight. Because that would be gross. Yeah. No, they never get into that. It goes the other way, actually. It kind of backfires on Riker. Although it's not his fault. No. He doesn't know what's going on. He didn't know what was going on. You <laughs> can't was... give consent if you don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a weird you time travel, yeah. if you're in a weird time travel thingy, so saying, you can't be held responsible no. for what happened. He was technically raped. I mean, it's not fair. These are completely imaginary scenarios. Yeah. Unfair. Unfair to men. <laughs> Remember when we tried to make this podcast go hard right pivot sure. on? Yeah. Yep, yep. That didn't stick. It didn't. No, wow. we're just, it's not in us, man. It's not in me. Can't we sustain can't it. it. It's just not in us. Oh, you want to hear a slightly kind of sad story? Uh, about about possums? possum? It is about possums. Oh, no. It's just a little bit. Uh-huh. Um. This comes from the Florida Sun Sentinel. Once you hear Florida, you're immediately like, Mm -hmm. no, this ain't going to end well. Um, I'm going to give you the gist because the page isn't loading. In Florida, they have a massive overpopulation of snakes. Oh, yeah. That's that show killing Pythons, right? Like, or like. Yeah. yeah, python. Yeah. yeah, they're not natural. They're pet snakes that have gotten loose in the environment. Do you know how they're dealing with this? They have hunting contests. Well, that might be true. At least on sitcoms, they do. <laughs> on in, in, uh, According to the Sun Sentinel, what scientists have figured out to do, which is incredibly clever, actually, if, <laughs> if not, it's kind of mean, but it's clever, they are attaching GPS chips to possums and releasing the possums into the wild. Oh, so the, the, the snakes, snakes eat the possums? Because pythons eat possums. Okay. And once they eat the possum, the, the chip stays inside, stays inside <laughs> oh, the geez. python. So now they know where the fucking pythons are. Well, what happens if one python eats two possums I and it's got two chips? Oh my god, all hell breaks loose. That's going to That screw was up their the numbers. article. The article was we are intentionally sacrificing possums to try and deal with this overwhelming oh python well, problem we're end, having. Though control the population and it'll be better for everybody yeah. right 
But some possums have to it, fight. I'm sure. Yeah, some <laughs> some possums some possums have to that, make the ultimate sacrifice. The possums well, were not like consulted. They're gonna get eaten if they're out. Yeah, they're not being handicapped though, right? This 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 tracking device doesn't make them slower and right. or more delicious or somehow <laughs> make them like, smell like barbecue. I mean, it makes them slower probably by definition because it's heavy. Yeah, so it, I mean. I, I love the outside looking in on Ooh, Picard shot. Yeah. They don't do that one very often. No, that's expensive. But I love how that looks. Staring off mm, into space. Have you begun and looked at my three balls lately? So anyway, that's what's going on in uh, South Florida. Yeah. Pythons. Uh, last one. From San Angelo, Texas. Pontius Possum rises from pothole to predict future of College Hill. (laughs) (laughs) They're putting a lot on possums in terms of their predictive capability. How is this going down? I really only wanted to say that because I just wanted to say that. (laughs) That was great. That is one of the most insane headlines I've ever heard in my life. What's College Hill? Pontius Possum. So College Hills, I'll give you the short version. Okay. College Hills is a uh, development oh, in Texas where they're it. building McMansions. Oh. And there was a huge pothole, and a possum fell into it, but managed to climb back out. Mm. So they started calling him Pontius Possum because he predicted that this long overdue development project would finally be finished. Wait. I want the long version. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I want to know the details. That's the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the long version. I like the picture. Sorry, was that too long? No, I didn't no. mean to be no. too long. That, that's the possum. Is that the possum no, picture there? That is the it's possum coming out, of the, coming out of the possum. He doesn't look like he's predicting success. Yeah, I like that they turned it's, that in. They literally are just like, well, he came out. That means it's six weeks left. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the possum's like, <laughs> that's funny. Fuck off. Meanwhile, this is one of those things that's like $40 million over budget. Is it's it one never of those things where you built. can get one of those $1.1 million super Probably. Houses? Probably. That's the end of possum news. That was, yeah. that was a really good set. Yeah. Thank you. Some the tight 15. We got to make sure we go to <laughs> Possum Fest or whatever it's yeah. called next year. It looks, looks pretty great. Gadsden, Alabama. Yeah, Gadsden. It yeah. seemed quirky. The Possum Players, right? They're the... There's no, the, that's well, completely They're different. in, like, Connecticut or yeah, something. Yeah, they're like uh, New Englanders. I mean, I was going to be so disappointed, guys. Thank you thank you for telling me, because I was going to be like, where are the possums? Hey, I didn't even say it, because I didn't think it was interesting, but the possum players <laughs> are doing Rent. Oh, my God. <laughs> Their next they're, show is Rent. They're fearless. <laughs> they're absolutely fearless. <laughs> Don't you think they must all be, like... 50? Right, right, right. <laughs> and they're like, we should do <laughs> we're, rent. We're bohemians. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey. We're the Bohemians of Vermont yeah. or wherever they are. Well, you know, Rhode when Island. When rent was rele- rele- relevant, mm-hmm. they were in their 20s. I would love to see I would love to see a cast of 60-year-olds do rent in rent. rent. Yeah. Like well, you know I'm almost not even kidding because, yeah. like, that might actually be good. <laughs> yeah, you know, it might be weirdly good. Mm-hmm. You, I know where you need to go. Where's that? Where? Oh, it's the Boston players. Where's sure. the Boston players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched the Golden Girls the other day, where they the commu- apparently they're all just for this week only active members of the local community theater oh yeah so they're all putting on a play together and they're fighting over the one guy the yeah who's like supposed to be like a famous a famous <laughs> actor and i thought well they'll get a famous actor to no. play this part and then he comes in about like 10 minutes into the episode after they've spent all of this time building him up and he's, I've never seen Fictional. him before. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, look at that. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Something's wrong with his insides. Yeah. They're different. What is going on? Oh, no. So, you guys followed all of that, right? Uh, you understand what happened in the episode. I don't need Are to you talking about it. the possum that came out of the pothole? <laughs> Sure. Yeah, and predicted or it. whatever happened in this one. Yeah. So they all get their memories back. That guy was a faker, and that's all you need to know. And, he- and now you're going to see Riker deal with the fallout of having fucked uh, Ensign Royal. Mm-hmm. The rowboat. Yeah. In the rowboat. <laughs> the rowboat. <laughs> that's his nickname uh, for. Not good. Nor that bad. is, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, you're amazing. <laughs> In the worst possible way. So what's he going to feel? Has he got feelings about it? Uh, it, they don't spend a lot of time on Riker's feelings. They he just, just looks uncomfortable. He's just uncomfortable. He's like, ooh. Because he's like, oh, no, there's, there they are. Nope. Bitch one and bitch two. <laughs> yeah. Bitches be talking. You have to cut that out. I can't be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the show, man. Cut Sorry. No, no, no. We got the delete, delete, lady one and lady two. Is Data still serving, slinging drinks? No. no, no, no. That would be fun if he just found. Wouldn't his- it be great if he had been the only one who doesn't get cured? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so they just and they, 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 they completely oh so like, the bartender yeah. from the, head the rest of the show. Oh, like, yeah. He's such a good bartender. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. He can solve he's all these problems. He's bartender. the most underutilized resource. Now, <laughs> you, know? you can't ask him. He's busy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's making drinks. Yeah, exactly. Don't ask him now to solve the quantum filament yeah. disruption. Yeah. He's making a Bud Light. Vincent yeah. <laughs> Rose basically like, yeah, I will always enjoy yeah. our time together. I like this. I like this a lot because 
everyone's just like it's all everybody's happy. Everyone's happy. And they're like um yeah. <laughs> no one's going to be slut shamed about the fact no. that you guys had sex. And he literally does a hand on the cheek, like, yeah. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know. Am I turned on or am I depressed or both? <laughs> My regular is Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Am I turned on or am I depressed or both? He went from being Foghorn Leghorn to I Jimmy Stewart. I saw murder across the street. <laughs> Drunk Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I heard it across the street. And Jimmy Stewart was always drunk, famously. Is that right? No, I just said that. Yeah. Jesus. I know, I just Sullying, said that to get out of my own embarrassment. Sully yeah. the good name of James Stewart. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the episode wow. ended. Wow. They got their uh, memories back. Yeah, they sure. How did they get their good. memories back? They, I mean, it was a <laughs> Star Trek y thing with what Beverly. What was the alien trying to do? <laughs> no one knows. So, no, I know what he was trying <laughs> to do. No, I mean, so he did. I mean, so no his race. Cared. I meant the, no one cared. No, there you go. Say it. His race and the people that he was having them go after have been in a war for a long time. But. They're technologically, weapon-wise, way beneath the Enterprise. So he confiscated the Enterprise to go destroy his enemy, essentially. Yes. This is the part that has makes zero sense. Was he successful? No. No. Because they were like, these people... Well, kind of. I mean, Mark, he blew up like, one, blew up a whole ship, a ship full of people. Yeah, but Jeez. they didn't blow he up the big space station. a little bit. At the end, yeah, they basically yeah, really. realized that something was wrong because they were way. They're like, why would they send us? We, why are we at war with these people that are way technologically less advanced than we are? They are yeah. overpowered. It made no sense to them, so they they figured out that something. Was After going they on. killed fifty three people, they were well, like, yeah. yeah, and they don't really reflect the, on the it. The real problem is that it doesn't make any sense that. If you had the power to take over people's minds and erase their memories, essentially, you would, you, would not ha- you would not have the same power imbalance. Like it's like it's yeah. like you ha- it's like you use sticks and stones to make food, yeah. But you also have a nuclear weapon. Right. Like that's way. Doesn't make any sense that they would be able to do that. Yeah, they try to hand wave it, but it's yeah, like, it doesn't make any yeah, sense. We don't have guns, but we can like erase your memories yep. and rewrite your computer programs <laughs> for you instantaneously. Well, I would like to talk about the Mandrell sister. <laughs> <laughs> They're but back naturally. I'm gonna save that because we're probably done. Yeah, we can end the show. One of them's going to be joining us next game, next time, right? Uh, that's the tease for next week. Will it be? Can you name the three Mandrill sisters? Will it? Which which one will join us this week? <laughs> I dare you to name them. <laughs> it's yeah. It's not. It's too. We're not going to get Barbara. Oh, yeah, no right. way. We can well, Barbara's it. off the table. Off the table. From the very beginning. Yeah. How a, dare you even was ask? Was there a Dee Dee? 
No. no. I better look it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we no, are no, I like can that. think of two. I just can't think of the third is one. There, is there a Deborah? It's Barbara. You're right about Barbara. <laughs> look at oh, it. I hope the... we knew that one. Yeah. <laughs> and I can think of the second one. I just can't think of the third one. Lorraine. Uh, no, but it starts with an L. This is like the box office game. Laura. Lucy. So Barbara, let me let me see if I can help you. Barbara was the older statesman, right? right? She was right. like the sophisticated one. Then there was uh, the dark-haired, because Barbara was blonde. She had a younger sister who was dark-haired, right? Who was the sophisticated one? She was the smart one. Yeah. In the like sketches, yeah, 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 and then the youngest one who was blonde, like Barbara, was sort of ditzy, was the ditzy, classic ditzy she blonde. She was the Suzanne Summers, right? It was Suzanne and Chrissy, and then Jack was Barbara. Got it. Did that help at all? With coming up with their names, no. Is it Suzanne? No, the smart. <laughs> The middle one, the middle brunette who was the smart one, her name was Louise Mandrell. Hmm. And the dumb blonde was Earlene. Earlene Mandrell. Earlene. <laughs> Earlene. Yeah. That with an the E. I-R-L-E-N-E. Earlene. So they just were trying to say Eileen and it just got mixed up in the translation. A pirate got in. It was a southern it. accent sort of thing. Her name is Arlene. Well, they were and all southern. The doctor sure. was like, I R? Is there an R in Eileen? I don't know. The Earlene, Earl, the Barbara Mandrell sisters show also featured the Croft puppets and ran. Would have kept running, except Barbara was like, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. Because it was a big hit before they canceled it. How many? How long did it run for? Two years. That's one all. Season, one God, season, it seems like season. that show was on forever. I know. It's just they just ran it over and over It was again. always on. You just saw the same one a hundred times yeah. and didn't realize you had seen the same one. <laughs> Wrap done? it up. Oh, I thought we were done. But that next, what's next week? Um, it's called Power Power Play. Alien inhabited by aliens. Data spirits. and Troy joint overthrow the bridge. They get possessed. Cool. It's a possessed one. Uh, thank you for listening. Go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you to our newest subscriber on Podchaser. Yes. We appreciate the subscription. Yes. At what point do you have too many listeners to individually thank? <laughs> We're so far from that. At what point? Um, like, the, there's got to be a number, right? Where you're like... I can't do this anymore. No, yeah. There, I'll you say know. 470. If we're getting like 10 a week, then I probably won't thank them individually anymore. No. What? Oh, no. No, 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 no. You, <laughs> you can do 100, Sean 100 likes a week. Sean likes to keep expectations low. I'm just saying. Yeah, I can't do more than 10. 
right. Well. And um, space is limited. Yeah. <laughs> Start now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Get them on the ground floor, yeah. folks. Yeah, you want that personal recognition. Um, I'm not going to do the rest. I don't care. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Call it out. Um, my name is Matt. I'm Sean. Philippe. Aaron. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>